Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Thursday, May 25th, 2023. Stand up for your country. Well, the Los Angeles Dodgers story is starting to get a little traction. You remember, we broke this on Monday nationally, where the Dodgers and the L.A. Angels are having gay pride nights, two different ones, and they are honoring a hate group. All right. And the hate group is vile. So that caught my attention. I reported it. Now the Wall Street Journal had an op-ed on it. And it's being blacked out by the network news. But we'll tell you all about it. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. The reason I am leading with this today is because it's gone up to the White House this Los Angeles Dodger Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence controversy. And it's reached Joe Biden. And so now the American people should be locked in on the underlying importance of this story. And that's what I'm going to bring to you tonight. So just very briefly, um, after uninviting the group, the Los Angeles Dodgers now have apologized to the group and reinvited the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence to their Pride Night in June. The LA Angels all just had them there. They didn't disinvite them. And the reason they were disinvited, because some Catholic groups objected, including the Archbishop of Los Angeles. Now, who are the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence? Well, they are a street protest group, um, and they use drag and religious imagery, they defile the imagery, to call attention to issues of gender. That's what they do. So they invaded a San Francisco cathedral. Two of them got communion in their hand, took out the wafer, defiled it in front of the camera. They also uh, had a Jesus and Mary-themed strip tease. And they had, they just mock all the icons of Christianity. That's what they do. And they're being honored, okay? They're being honored by the Dodgers and the Angels. So here's what I said last night on News Nation. Go. So this group goes into a church, disturbs the peace in the church, okay? No doubt they did. Mm -hmm. And the Los Angeles Dodgers honors that. So the Dodgers are spitting in my face. Yes. 
by saying, hey, not only are we going to look the other way and not condemn it, we're going to celebrate it. Yes. That's not acceptable to me, and I will tell you, it's not acceptable to most homosexuals. Most gay people will condemn this group. I believe that. So in the White House briefing yesterday, a reporter asked Jean-Pierre, the spokesperson for President Biden, about it. Go. The Archdiocese of L.A., Catholic leaders there, say the group mocks the Catholic faith and women religious who serve the poor and sick and is asking all Catholics to stand against bigotry and hate in any form. The president is Catholic, we all know. What is his reaction to this story? Look, I appreciate the question, Owen. I'm just not going to get into the middle of, uh, of, of uh, who a sports team is going to uh, honor or should honor or should not honor. That's just not something that I'm going to get in the middle of. All right, I might point out that Ms. Jean-Pierre is gay. She's a lesbian, okay? And for her to not do her job, and her job is to get a reaction to this hate group from the president because it's that high, is obviously speaks for itself. So Joe Biden is a Catholic, as the reporter um, pointed out. But Joe Biden doesn't believe in anything. I'm not going to judge him because I, I got my own problems with the deity, but I'm, he doesn't believe in anything, in my opinion. Certainly doesn't believe in attendance at a Catholic church. He's not trying to save any of the unborn at all. Has Joe Biden gotten behind adoption? Has he encouraged Americans to put babies up for adoption instead of abort them? No. He doesn't believe in anything. Nothing. It's all about Joe and Jill. That's it. So this is just so disturbing. You think Biden would come out as he would with any other group. Jews, Muslims, blacks, Hispanics, Asians, any other group was being hated like this. Biden be out there and Jean-Pierre be out there. But not Catholics, not Christians. Nope. No way. Not doing it. So the next time you see him in a church, pray for him, Biden. I wouldn't want to be him if there is a judgment day. That's all I'm going to say about it. Now, the Archdiocese of Los Angeles, 3 million Catholics in the Archdiocese, is what they said. Quote, the decision to honor a group that clearly mocks the Catholic faith and makes light of the sincere and holy vocations of our women religious who are an integral part of our church, is what has caused disappointment, concern, anger, and dismay from our Catholic community. The Archdiocese stands against any actions that would disparage and diminish our Christian faith and those who dedicate their lives to Christ, unquote. That comes from the Archbishop Jose Horatio Gomez Velasco. Okay, well, that's good. There's the Archbishop. It's a good statement. But where are you? Why aren't you out there on every uh, news channel there? Your eminence, is that what you're called an archbishop? But cardinal is your eminence, I know. Whatever it is, why aren't, you out, why aren't you on this show? Now, we're trying to get some Catholic big shots next week, and we'll let you know who we invite and what they say. But I haven't seen Velasco anywhere, and he should be out there. Remember, Jesus went to the temple and overturned 
all the money lenders' tables because he was so outraged that the temple was being defiled. Why do I have to do this? Do you Catholic clerics not understand this? They're afraid. That's what it's all about. They are afraid. The Catholic leadership in America. All right. Media coverage. CBS Evening News. Nope. No, they couldn't. No. ABC World News tonight. No, there's probably a weather thing somewhere. Um, NBC Nightly News. No. CNN. No, the new CNN couldn't. No. Didn't have time. MSNBC. Nope. No coverage. So most Americans don't even know what's going on. Now, in the United States, there are 70 million Catholics. Most of them don't go to church. Only about 25% go to weekly mass. But you're still Catholic. And if you don't believe in Catholicism and Christianity, resign. Quit. Be a Buddhist or something else. But if you are Catholic, you have have an obligation to write to the Los Angeles Dodgers. If I lived in L.A., I'd be out there on that night. Believe me, I'd be out there. And if the Mets and Yankees ever do this in New York, and I don't believe they will, I know the management of both, I don't believe they're going to come close to this, I'd be right out there. All right. The reason this is so important is because our Judeo-Christian tradition, upon which the Constitution is based, It's falling apart. Falling apart. Judeo-Christian tradition, not religion. Tradition. And we're not standing up for it. We have the numbers. We have the numbers. 70 million Catholics as opposed to a few hundred loons. And the loons win. We got to get involved. No violence. Don't go down to that level. Don't do anything like that. Got to make our voices heard. All right, the nation's largest LGBTQ advocacy group says don't go to Florida. Okay, they joined the NAACP. They say that gays and blacks are in danger if they go to Florida or something. They're not. All right, Florida has a very vibrant gay community and Got to be a million and two blacks live in Florida, maybe more. Nobody bothers them. I mean, I'm generalizing now, but they don't like DeSantis. This is all about DeSantis because DeSantis gets in. He's a culture warrior. If he gets to be elected president, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence is going to be in kind of trouble. Justice Department's going to be kind of looking at them. Biden didn't care. <laughs> I mean, again, I can't judge the man on a personal level. All right. I think the Bible says, do not judge lest you be judged. Okay. I get it. But if I were at the temple when Jesus went in, I'd help him overturn the tables. I would have helped him. Biden scheduled nothing. Nothing today. It's Thursday. Why would he have anything? He makes an announcement that next joint chief of staff is General Charles Brown, Jr., now head of the Air Force. That's nice. Okay, I hope the general does a good job. So Biden's expected to go to Camp David this Memorial Day weekend. He's got to do stuff on the budget, on the debt ceiling. And, and again, 
next Wednesday, next Thursday is the deadline, and I believe they'll come to a deal. If I'm wrong, I'll tell you I'm wrong. I always do that. So as we predicted one year after Evaldi, that was yesterday, 19 kids, two teachers killed, Biden turned it into an anti-gun thing. Roll it. We still need to ban, in my view, AR-15 firearms, assault weapons, once again. You know, they've been used time and again in mass killings of innocent children and people. Okay, so uh, this is, I predicted this would happen. It happened. It wasn't a tough prediction. So here's my advice to you, President Biden, with all due respect, because I do respect the office of the presidency. I don't respect Joe Biden as as a man. You know that. Don't respect him. Okay. Issue an executive order, Mr. President, banning any firearm you want to ban, AR-15, whatever you want to ban. Write an executive order. They're banned in the United States. You cannot sell them. Okay, the people who own them, you can't do anything about that. But you can certainly write an executive order that says you can't sell this weapon, that weapon, this weapon. Go ahead, tomorrow, I can't shave it. Write that executive order. How long will that take? 30 seconds? Then it goes to the Supreme Court. And that would be a very interesting case, would it not? I'd like to see that. I want to see it. All the arguments, and then the court would make a decision. Go ahead, Mr. President. I'm calling you bluff. Tired of this. All right? Do it. Won't. Because he doesn't care. He doesn't care about anything. Anything. Time is our most precious asset. And many listeners seek advice on utilizing it wisely for personal growth and societal impact. Hillsdale College addresses this need by providing more than 40 free online courses on essential subjects. Dive into C.S. Lewis's works, explore Genesis narratives, grasp the U.S. Constitution's significance, unravel the Roman Republic's history, or delve into the ancient Christian church with these valuable courses, all accessible free. Now, you might want to check out Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution, a 12-lecture self-paced course, gain insights into the Constitution's design, its challenges during the Civil War, and its century-long struggles with progressivism and liberalism. You can enroll at hillsdale.edu bill to become a defender of American freedom. Please join now. It's free, easy, and essential for safeguarding our liberties. Visit hillsdale.edu bill to register. Did you know water heaters last about 10 years, refrigerators typically about 13? Every day in our homes, we rely on aging systems and appliances. I do. That means it's time to consider safeguarding your budget from unexpected expenses. American Home Shield has a solution. Pick a plan that's right for you, and when a covered item in your home breaks, contact their professionals to repair or replace it within the agreed-upon coverage limits. It's that easy to stay stress-free and limit budget-breaking surprises. Right now, take $50 off. Please go to A-H-S- dot com slash bill to save 50 bucks that's a h s dot com slash bill 
$50 off any plan. American Home Shield, protect what you don't expect. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. Okay, Black Lives Matter. From the beginning, this is a fraud. Okay? So, last year, about a year ago, May 18th, I uh, emphasized that BLM, which emerged after the George Floyd killing, was total fraud. Go. Black Lives Matter. Oh, oh, oh. this is the biggest con I think I've ever seen in my career. So they raised $90 million in the wake of the George Floyd killing. Black Lives Matter Global Foundation. Finally had to file a tax return for 2020. Ready? This was the former president of the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation, Patrice Cullors. Put her picture up there. She paid almost a million dollars to a man named Damon Turner out of BLM funds, donated funds, for, quote, live production, design, and media. There's Damon. I bet Damon bought that hat with the money he got paid from Black Lives Matter. So who's Damon? He is the father of Colors' young son. Okay, so a year later, BLM had to issue another tax return. Here it is, quote, this is from the, uh, ta- this is from the IRS. Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation ran an $8.5 million deficit, saw the value of its investment accounts plummet by nearly $10 million, in the most recent tax year, financial disclosures show the group logged a $961,000 loss on a security sale of $172,000, suggesting the charity weathered a staggering 85% loss on that single transaction. So the uh, BLM people are hemorrhaging money, $8.5 million in a hole, and all the 90 million that was donated to them is gone. You've seen any significant improvement that the Black Lives Matter did for anybody? Anybody. Bill at BillOReilly.com. If you know it, you've seen it, I want to know. Joining us now is uh, a tax expert. His name is Ryan Ellis. He is the president of the Center for a Free Economy, coming to us from Alexandria, Virginia. So you looked at uh, this BLM tax profile. How do you assess it? Well, I'm looking at this primarily as a tax preparer. I'm an IRS enrolled agent. I've run a tax preparation business for over 20 years, in addition to all my work in the conservative movement. Um, I prepare 990s. I run a 501c4, as you said, Center for a Free Economy. I do the first draft of its 990. I am treasurer of the 501c3. I do its 990. And I do 990s for clients. These 990 uh, tax returns are pretty common, and they usually don't have anything terribly extraordinary on there. Uh, I took a look at the Black Lives Matter 990 uh, yesterday and uh, noticed something that if I was taking a look at it, if my board was taking a look at it on my 990 for one of the organizations that I run, if any of my lawyers were taking a look at it, if the IRS was taking a look at it, they would have some questions because there was a lot of, in one year, a lot of investment losses 
that all of a sudden magically appeared. And I would have a lot of questions about the internal accounting of this organization. All right. So we know that not last year, but the year before 21, that the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation bought a bunch of mansions, spent more than $6 million on property in Southern California and in Toronto, Canada, I believe. Okay. But I, I don't see anything where they're using the charitable donations they get because it's a nonprofit, right? BLM, isn't that a nonprofit? It is a nonprofit organization. All right. Any other nonprofit has to do is have to file a 990. That's how we know well, about what, it. What are they doing with the 90 million? What do they do? Do they help anybody? Well, there's a lot of grant listings in there to various and sundry cleverly named organizations. I don't know who they are. Um, one, if I was Sheldon Whitehouse, I might call them dark money organizations. Um, went to them, went to some highly compensated individuals as well. I don't see a lot in the way of actually helping uh, black people in this country or helping with any particular exempt purpose that they were created to serve. Uh, they seem to be created in order to enrich themselves and then spread around some of this enrichment to their friends. I think that's overwhelmingly clear that that is exactly the case. But the IRS is never going to audit them, are they? No. And, as, and keep in mind, this is the same IRS audit, uh, office in Cincinnati, Ohio, that Lois Lerner came out of. Lois how, Lerner, does that work? how does that work, by the way? BLM headquarters is in L.A. Why is Cincinnati involved? Cincinnati, there's different IRS offices around the country. The Cincinnati office is responsible for anything having to do with nonprofits. So back okay, about so 10 they, years ago. They handle all the nonprofits out of there. And just to refresh people's memory, there was a woman named Lois Lerner, big shot IRA person who was found to be auditing conservative groups. And she was booted, but nothing really happened to her. Now, why do you think the IRS, and this is all public, they know about have to know about it. Why wouldn't they go in and do an audit? Well, they have plenty of resources, don't they? I mean, they, they just got that $80 billion with 87,000 new IRS agents uh, last year. They're doing a better job picking up the phones, but maybe they could use some of that money to take a look. But why, the why won't they? They should have already done it. But, you know, with Damon's got a million dollars. Uh, from his, his former girlfriend. <laughs> it's just, come on. I mean, how blatant is that? Why wouldn't they go, have already done it? Because the IRS is a corrupt partisan organization uh, that has a jersey on for the Democrats and for the liberals in this country. How, much influence, how much influence, and you as somebody who knows the world, does a president have on the IRS? Now, I remember when I was reporting on Fox News about Bill Clinton, I got audited three years in a row. And my attorneys, after the third audit, wrote a letter that said, we're going to file a lawsuit against you, the IRS, if you continue this. Um, because it wasn't a random, it was a targeted. I was targeted under the yeah. Clinton administration. And that, I mean, I believe absolutely that either Bill Clinton or his major domos, told the IRS, you look at O'Reilly, see if you can get something. So how much influence does a president have? Can he pick up the phone and say, you audit this guy, you audit that guy? He's not supposed to legally. That stuff may is made illegal after what Johnson and to a lesser extent Nixon did in the 60s and 70s. But there's the law and then there's the way that the world works outside the law. Is there informal, non-legal political influence that is exerted over the IRS? I've heard too many anecdotes like the one you just said about yourself to believe that that does not exist. It absolutely exists. 
It's something that is why we need to have an IRS, which is safe, legal, and rare, as Joyce and Elders used to say, and doesn't bother people because it is coming from a particular agenda. It is part of the other team. And you do not give extra money and resources to the other team, nor, sadly, can we expect the other team to police themselves particularly effectively. And no, I don't even know if there's an inspector general of the IRS supposedly overseeing this. Is there? Do you know if there's an inspector general? There's a general counsel's office, but whether there's an inspector general or not, they don't report to Congress. Right. There's actually because, two, uh, two congressionally appointed IRS officials, the commissioner and the, and the general counsel. That's it. Well, Nobody just, else just this week, a reporter named Matt Taibbi, he's the uh, Twitter guy who went in and, and looked at the Twitter uh, Democratic link. He was audited. I mean, that's Absolutely. so... He was so... That's he came so to his brutal. house. They what? came to his house, Bill. They came, they came to, his, to house. his house, right. Agency. The IRS never came happens. to his house. But it's so blatant. I, I've been an enrolled agent for 20 years. That never, ever, ever happens. It's so blatant. They basically, the Biden administration is saying, we don't care. We're going to violate federal law, target people we don't like, Matt Taibbi, and we're going to go to his house and make his life miserable. But you and say he, that's against him. federal law. It is certainly against IRS procedure. The idea that somebody comes to your house, that an agent knocks on your door, unless you're the subject of a criminal investigation, which he is not, that is extraordinarily unusual. They claim they were doing some ID protection thing. They don't send people to, I've never once in 20 years heard of the IRS outside of a criminal investigation where they're cooperating with the FBI or another agency. Send someone to your door. That is, there's a reason yeah. they don't do that thing because it would terrify it's, it's I believe the federal government's corrupt and it's getting worse. Last question. I don't I think BLM's gonna get away with this whole scam. I think I don't I know they don't get much money anymore. You'd have to be absolute moron to give them money. They don't get what they got after George Floyd was killed. All right. But I think you're gonna get away with everything. Last word. I, I think you're right. And you know who's you know who should really remember that? The small business owners who are gonna get audited with these 87,000 new IRS agents who have- Yeah, but they haven't hired those people yet. They got the allocation, but the, if, a de, if a Republican's um, elected, president's elected next time around, they'll rescind that. That'll be, and I'm, that's what I'm hoping. Mr. Ellis, thanks very much. Have a good Memorial Day weekend, and thank you for helping us out. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency.
Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. All right, let's go to the polling Harvard-Harris poll. And this poll, you know, is fairly accurate and fair. Four interesting uh, questions, 2,000 registered voters queried. First one, if the 2024 election for president were held today and it was between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, who would you vote for? Trump 47, Biden 40. Interesting, right? Second question, if Joe Biden mentally fit to serve as president? Mentally fit, 43. Doubts about his fitness, 57. Third question, do you think that Hunter Biden laptop is real or Russian disinformation? Real, 59. Disinformation, 41. Remember, people believe what they want to believe. Fourth question, do you think the FBI and Justice Department are fully investigating the Hunter Biden laptop? Fully investigating, 45. Not really investigating, 55. Okay, here we go. Elon Musk, Governor Ron DeSantis. So, as you know, I'm not a party guy. And I've explained that throughout the years. I have to watch both parties. I think both parties do you a disservice at times. Now, right now, the Democratic Party is absurd, incompetent, hurting everyone. Republican Party, uh, can they turn it around? I don't know. So DeSantis announces he's running for president on Twitter, and the whole thing falls apart, technically. 6 p.m. Eastern, there were 300,000 people awaiting DeSantis' announcement, but Twitter couldn't get it up. 30 minutes passed. The crowd shrinks to 100,000 people. 200,000 people bail because they can't get anything on Twitter. And then DeSantis comes on, says he raised a million dollars right after uh, he made that announcement on Twitter. Now, the press ran wild with this. I don't care because, number one, nobody's going to remember this. In, in a week, everybody will shrug it off. And number two, wasn't DeSantis's fault Twitter screwed up? Now, if I'm DeSantis, I'm taking a hard look at do I, how much I want to put into this operation, Twitter. But he's friends with Elon Musk. Okay, so let the uh, politicking begin. Right now, it's Trump versus DeSantis. A bunch of others are in, but they're not really competitive, but they, things could change. CNN poll, okay? 1,227 respondents, all right? Fair sampling. Um, for each of the following possible Republican candidates, please indicate whether you would support, all right? Donald Trump, 53. Um, and Ron DeSantis, 26. However, 80% of Republicans in this survey say they would vote for either Trump or DeSantis, whoever the winner of the primaries is. 
Republicans are getting united, which they have to be. Beat this Democrat machine. University of Minnesota had a summer program called Pathways, um, where white students were excluded. So you couldn't take it if you were enrolled in a summer program at the University of Minnesota. Okay? Why couldn't you take it? Because it's just for blacks. That's it. Uh, Students of color and Native Americans can only apply. So some people raised hell, and now they have suspended that. (laughs) University of Minnesota. This is academic apartheid, of course. Go over to UConn, University of Connecticut, up in stores, okay? So they are saying, if you want to graduate, if you come to the University of Connecticut, you've got to take an anti-black racism course. Quote, making the anti-black racism course a requirement for every Husky, UConn Huskies, is not the final step. But it's necessary next step in improving the living and learning experiences at UConn and enhancing the value of a UConn education. So if you go or your kid or grandkid goes to UConn, you got to take this course. I wouldn't do it. No UConn. I mean, it's not that I object to it, but I want the student, this is obviously an elective, to choose. Airline delays. Now, Memorial Day weekend, I've a lot of flight. This, this is made. JetBlue, my favorite airline, you know. Okay. 32% of every flight yesterday was delayed in JetBlue, countrywide. Delta flies pretty much the same route system, 14%. Okay, so we called JetBlue and said, why uh, a third of your flights delayed when Delta's only 14? They wouldn't tell us. Word of the wise, okay? Smart life. Now, this is important. So we have a concierge membership program on BillOReilly.com. Thousands of people all over the world have signed up for this. It costs a little bit of money, but not a lot. It's basically an insurance policy for your life. Let me give you some examples. So I, got, I get some heartbreaking letters, and we get thousands of letters, you know, about elderly people, their children, and they can't care for themselves, and what should we do? And I can direct you. So at the university, uh, at Washington State in Olympia, the capital, they have an actual bureau, an actual uh, organization that helps elderly who can't help themselves, but nobody knows about it. Each state is different, but there are usually resources where I can direct you to the person. I can't solve the problem, but I can make your life a lot easier by saying, go here, go there, go here. And we got a lot of questions about kids and colleges and woke campuses and all of that and money. All right, I had a woman the other day, saw somebody in Texas who uh, got money stolen from her, from her bank account. And the bank wouldn't reimburse her. The mistake the woman made was she didn't file a criminal complaint with the local police. I said, it's not too late. Go down to the local 
police department or sheriff's office, this is a rural situation, file a complaint, and then your bank, a named bank, by the way, and I will name it if they don't reimburse this woman, I will name the bank, but I'm going to give them time to do the right thing, will have to reimburse you. Because it's like a bank robbery. It's the same thing. They're insured. woman had no clue. And I think she's going to get her money back. Now, I, this is all confidential and never give out the names or addresses of any concierge member, ever. We don't do that here with any, we're premium members. We get offers all the time. Give us your lists and we'll pay you a lot of money from other people, other businesses. Never do we do that, ever. You sign up for concierge or premium membership on BillOReilly.com, you are protected. But the point is this. The No Spin News is the only media vehicle in the United States that does this. Where you have direct access to me in problem solving. Nobody else does this. Some have consumer reporters and this and that. But every one of our concierge members gets an answer, usually within 24 hours, okay? And I'm saying to myself, people aren't getting this. You know how much money I can save you just on travel alone? Just on travel alone. I had a letter yesterday. A man writes to me, my mother and my sister want to go to Trinidad. Is it safe? I go, no. There's a State Department advisory against Americans traveling to Trinidad. It's too violent. The elderly mom and the sister didn't know that. Can you imagine if they showed up in Trinidad? So these are the things that we do no one else does. So this weekend, I want you to think about your life and your family, and you can gift concierge membership to people who may be in dubious circumstance. You can get it for yourself, and we give you all kinds of free stuff as incentives because we want you to sign up, okay? But I'll tell you what, I spend a lot of time on this. So my job, I have power, and I want to use that to help other people. It sounds loopy, but that's the truth. Smart life. This day in history. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. As the nation gears up for another election season, tune to the first TV for the best coverage on television. Get an exclusive inside look at the American political machine with Sean Spicer at 7. Unmatched analysis and historical perspective from Bill O'Reilly at 8. Then a bold, unapologetic take from Jesse Kelly at 9. It's must-see TV in primetime every night on the first TV. Watch the first on DirecTV Channel 347, Uverse Channel 1220, or DirecTV Stream. May 25th, 1965, Muhammad Ali, Sonny Liston, Second heavyweight champion fight, Lewiston, Maine. Nobody else would license the fight because Liston threw the first one in Miami Beach, allowing then Cassius Clay to become heavyweight champ. Well, this was the rematch, Lewiston, Maine, okay? And Liston took another dive. Two fights, fixed, huge money. 
How do I know that? I wrote Killing the Mob and Killing the Legends. Killing the Legends features Muhammad Ali. So what happened was that Sonny Liston, heavyweight champion, his contract was owned by a guy named Frankie Carbo, who was a mob guy attached to the Lucchese family. And Frankie said, hey, Sonny, you're going to take a dive and we're going to bet on Cassius Clay. And, and they won millions, the mob. And Sonny took the dive. And then in the second rematch fight, he took another dive. This all happened, uh, the second dive, on May 25, 1965. Here's the kicker. The mob killed Sonny Liston because Liston was broke in his later years and told the mob, you pay me money for doing these two dives or I'm going to go and I'm going to tell everybody. And boom, he winds up dead in Vegas, Sonny Liston. But before he died, he told a Sports Illustrated reporter, Liston did, that he threw the fights. And that is in Killing the Mob. Fascinating history. His, these were the biggest sporting events, Ali versus Sonny Liston. I mean, those of you who are younger, you don't remember, but this was huge, huge. All right, we'll be back with a uh, lively mail segment and a final thought about Memorial Day. All right, here is the mail. Patricia, I just want to say that three generations of L.A. Dodger lifetime fans are turning in their fan cards forever. We are Catholics and find the Dodgers are disrespecting our faith. Absolutely. I'll never go to another Dodger or Angel game again. Deborah, concierge member. Thank you, Deborah. What is this world coming to? I never thought Catholicism would be so attacked by these whack jobs and no news outlets to defend them. Corporate news doesn't really like Christians, generally speaking. Merwin, how can any intelligent person who knows the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence is anything other than a hate group? The Dodgers and Angels knew the intent of that group when they invited them to Pride Night. I don't know about that, but I know they know now. Stephen, I live in upstate New York, and the local, and the local news here is that State University of New York Albany campus will house illegal immigrants. Who will pay for that? You're going to pay for it. Stephen, I'm going to pay for it. The taxpayer picks up all the tabs for it the 7 million foreign nationals and the other 10 million who came before them. We, we pick up the entire tip. Thank you, Joe Biden. Tony, people aren't delusional for thinking that Trump has no chance of being reelected. Honestly, he doesn't have a chance if DeSantis runs against him. Well, then why is Trump leading DeSantis in the polls so much? Well, it's the difference between the primaries and a general election. Larry Guzik, Kerrville, Texas. Why is Chuck Schumer not brought up McCarthy's debt ceiling? Vote for a vote. Because there's no bill. Come on, you've got to understand the process here. The House negotiates the debt ceiling with the Democratic Party, the president. They come to an agreement. The agreement goes in a bill. It's voted in the House, goes over to the Senate then. Schumer can't do anything now. Don't even have a bill. They will. Frank Schiponi, Flemington, New Jersey, with respect to $30 pastries, great move walking out, Mr. O. I've held a belief for many years that no matter what your financial status, don't chase the supply chain. And don't let people steal from you. Frank Woods, Buffalo, New York, after seeing you and Jon Stewart 
from the 2012 rumble in the air condition auditorium. I doubt any debate today could be as civilized and funny. I, that's why I ran it. That's why I ran it. And you premium members and concierge members, you're the only ones who can get that. BillOReilly.com has it for you instead if you missed it last week. Okay. Um, Father's Day, June 18th. Tremendous stuff for dad. Very, very well-priced in the BillOReilly.com store. Make dad happy. All right, if he's a reader, we got Killing the Legends, Killing the Mob together. I just mentioned that. Both of them for $18. Not going to get a better deal than that. Okay, and we have Killing Crazy Hearts and the United States of Trump together, 18 bucks. Buy two books for 18, four books for 36. Tremendous gifts. Where did the day not be bellicose? B-E-L-L-I-C-O-S-E. When writing to me, bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Final thought in a moment. All right, here is the final thought of the day. On Monday, Memorial Day, if you're out and about and you have a conversation, ask people, what, what is Memorial Day? And I, I'll tell you, many don't know. They don't know what Memorial Day is, particularly under 30 Americans. What's, what's Memorial Day? Uh, I, I don't know. Honors those killed in American wars. We have had 13 wars since 1776. 1. 1.2 million, approximately, American service members have been KIA, killed in action. However, Triple that died in the conflicts from disease, from wounds that festered, from all of that. Suicides, okay? So we're talking roughly about 5 million Americans gave their lives for their country. That is what Memorial Day is all about, okay? That we honor them. So, uh, I wrote a message of the day for Monday on BillOReilly.com about my father, my grandfather, and my cousin, all military people, and uh, why Memorial Day means a lot to me personally. Um, And I wish people would uh, think about it a little bit more because, you know, the military gets disparaged, not as bad as the Vietnam era. That was horrible. Now, after 9-11, we understand how our military is protecting us, or at least we should understand that. Military, by the way, should be on the border, the southern border. If I were president, I would have troops on the border. It's a national security threat, um, and that would stop it cold, right? That would stop it in a day. Um, Because remember, the Mexican troops being on the border under Trump stopped it pretty much. So imagine American troops are on the board. But Biden will never do that because, again, altogether now, Joe Biden does not care. It's true. He doesn't care. Doesn't care about the border, doesn't care about the economy, doesn't care about Catholic faith, doesn't care about anything. He's up here. So Memorial Day, I want you to have a good weekend, good time. I'm going to have a good time. I'll be out and about. And um, I really appreciate you guys watching and listening on our more than 100 radio stations across the country to the No Spin News. I will have a new column on Sunday noon, and uh, we'll see you again next Tuesday.